Welcome to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I'm Boomer X. And I'm Millennial Z. And today we are talking about student loan forgiveness. Apparently, President Biden made a campaign run on the promise that he would begin student loan forgiveness. And he has done that in increments already and is gearing up for another large wave of student mm. loan forgiveness. So, yeah. And a lot of people are not happy about it. So you think already off the top, you think that he's going to go through with it? Oh, he already has. He already has. Okay. You can go on the Department of Education website and look at, when I say Department of Education, U.S. Department of Education website mm -hmm. and look that he's done it. And I'll say that his administration has already taken within its first year and canceled more than $17 billion in debt for 725,000 borrowers in addition to extending the student loan payment pause yeah. that was during the pandemic. And that's, he's only been in office for like a year, not even a year and a half, you know, almost yeah. a year and a half, saving 41 million borrowers, billions of dollars in payments each month. Mm -hmm. So, and, and this is on, they wrote this up April 14th, 2022. This is on their website. That's when, this is when they published this information and the, the U.S. Department of Education has now approved approximately $6.8 billion for more than 113,000 public servants through improvements. So if you are a civil servant, right. uh, feds or state level, you made your application, sent it in, and you passed their criterion, you got student loan forgiveness. Also, $7.8 billion for more than 400,000 borrowers who have a total and permanent disability, which honestly, they should have had a program in place for that already. How are, how are they going to pay that back? They're right. probably on SSI or some other disability, not making much or paying much. Right. They should have already received that. And $1.2 billion for borrowers who attended the ITT technical institutes before they closed. You know, remember all over the country, join ITT and learn a yep. vocation. Well, they're gone. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people got loans and they could never finish their degree. They were just, they just shut the doors. I, I heard yeah. stories about them going to the doors were locked. They couldn't go back. Well, they didn't get their certificates or diplomas or degrees, but they still, but they still had to pay the loan. Right. Yeah. So those were all forgiven. Yeah. And, and it should have been again, right. because they through no fault of their own. And nearly $2 billion to 105,000 borrowers who were defrauded by their school, which is another so, one should, should have been meaning the school was a BS school. The school was a fake yeah. school and gave, and although they were approved on the Department of Education's website to offer a loan for their services, it was nonsense. So the hmm. people who were, who applied for the school got a piece of paper they were defrauded. So they, yeah. they got their loans paid back. I'm wondering on the terminology of forgiveness, are they saying that they paid for that loan or did the, did they just not have to pay it back? Who's getting money here in this situation? Well, and that's the thing. They've Is been, the government paying it off? Right. Yeah. That, well, the, the loans are private contracts, even though right. they have the full uh, faith and force of the U S government behind mm. them that those private institution loaned those made those yeah. student loans 
So yes, they're actually paying the loan off for them. So they're using tax, taxpayer dollars to pay off loans for people who agreed to make these loans. Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's why a, a lot hard of people are mad. Yeah, and not only that, but it's incentivizing the schools to continue doing what they're doing. Yes. If, yes. if it doesn't, if it's not getting paid out, then they'll stop giving out these loans so easily. You know. Well, here's the thing, and, and, and they, they are. That's why you need a, the uh, school system costs for test for uh, all that right. stuff. Right. You know? Well, that's why they need a co-signer for a parent now. If you have, right. if you've noticed, because they know the kids more than likely aren't going to pay back, so they want somebody dependable and responsible who's going to pay off the loan. Yeah. Or they won't give them the loan. Used to be when I was going to school, they started student loans, and the kid, being a full age adult, eighteen yeah. or over, I say kid because I'm fifty five now. So when you're eighteen, you're a kid to me. They were the ones on the hook for the loan, not the parents. And they didn't bother yeah. to ask them because the parents had nothing to do with it. That's why they need a loan. If the parents yeah, are paying with the parent happened just after me, because I believe Lauren is still, was still able to get her loans through just herself. And right. I was able to as well. So it's but, only been in the last 10 years or so. Yeah. But I, I did it because I got it through my mom just because she was like, she's, I got it with right. her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was essentially, I think it was under her name actually she was a co-signer so yeah. she was as responsible for the loan as you are right yeah. yeah and i think honestly i think that's unethical but i didn't have to do it that way but if, she if the banks it know way. it's that high of a risk then they shouldn't be loaning it yeah and the students know it's that high of a risk and they shouldn't be getting it that, yeah that's i what agree I, and that's why they're doing forgiveness because people simply can't pay it back mm -hmm. um so they're looking for ways to now the and a lot of them i mentioned that they had good reasons why they didn't have to pay back the loan schools yeah. closed down they were defrauded unable to do it because they're totally disabled permanently mm -hmm. and other things now one they were civil servants my thing is so what but <laughs> that's right. the job you took it's on you i i don't think now you know here's the other thing about that a lot of people are angry about it because it just simply doesn't seem fair and i've seen comments by people that say why do you care if somebody doesn't have to pay their loan back? It doesn't affect you at all. Why mm. can't you just be happy for them? Well, I, I get that point. Like, hey, lucky you. You didn't have to pay back. But the thing is, it seems inherently unfair. And one thing, it does affect them because it's using taxpayer dollars. It's money yeah. they had to pay in taxes on top of having paid back their own student yeah. loans. Of and course. now they're using that money. They paid back their loan and they're taking money out of my pocket that I paid in taxes to pay off your loan. Yeah. And it just seems like there needs to be a better system. I'm paying so much and you just through complaining don't have to pay anything. Yeah. I remember um, reading as well as they're going into $125,000 was the cap limit they're making for some of these criteria. Right, right. Well, and that's, what I was going with it before that mm -hmm. president Biden's considering dealing with some student loan reduction. And that can mean almost anything, some student loan reduction, right. but with income limits that would exclude higher earning Americans, meaning those making over $125,000 a year wouldn't be eligible for student loan reduction. Yeah. I don't makes think sense. that should be. No, I don't think that makes sense. It does. It does. It you gotta, to me, you if you're put already some limits putting, on it. yeah, you have to put some limits on it. The limitation should be whether or not you can pay for it. And if you can pay for it, I get that. It's like $125,000. Of course you can afford this, but so can somebody that's 
doing making eighty thousand dollars a year. You know what I mean? That's nothing to me. Right. What's the hundred twenty five thousand? What's what cap? What's well, arbitrary because, cap is this right now? Yeah, well, it's, it's not an arbitrary cap. What they're doing is looking at IRS data and statistics and mm -hmm. see how many people that actually affects and how affluent that actually is. Now, yeah. one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year at the Gulf Coast is a lot of money. But $125,000 a year in New York, Chicago, San Francisco isn't a lot of money. Yeah. So they're trying to draw a threshold that is national. That well, I'm seeing on the, on the second layer on that to me is if you're saying you're capping at people who make a certain amount of money, then you're um, deterring people getting better jobs for that. You're essentially incentivizing people to get that to get no, no, I don't believe anybody's going to turn. I don't believe anybody's going to turn down a well-paying job because they don't want to pay back their student. Oh, uh, not not in that way about it. What I'm saying is, you're you're kind of deterring people. I'm not saying uh, deterring is not the right word. I will say it's incentivizing people to get like pottery class because they're well, I'll get it paid off. It doesn't matter to me or gender studies or whatever you well, want. That's that's been the problem now. If you're mm -hmm. going making... to get a degree in underwater macrame and you have a PhD in it, yeah, you're not going to make a lot of money. Right. Uh, one of the things I saw, and this was on a person who shall go nameless and formless, that complained that this person wasn't making any money and she had a PhD. Her, the PhD was in medieval romantic literature. Yeah. And she could only obtain a job teaching part time at a university. Like, of course, you can't make a living. At, nobody reads that. That is a very <laughs> niche type of thing for a very sub niche type of people yeah. where the medieval romantic literature factory is not hiring. Right. There are no businesses that utilize that information to any yeah. degree at all. It would have been much better to get a degree, a PhD in comic book studies. It probably no. doesn't exist right now. It probably will in the future because as soon as something becomes popular, all of a sudden degree programs are available by people who've never done the job. But the thing is, it was, yeah, like, why did you think you could make a living at that when mm -hmm. there's only, she probably was only less than a handful of people in her class the entire time she was in graduate school right and she could have seen the writing on the wall this is not going to pay the bills i mean that that truly was a selfish interest for selfish reasons and wondering why you can't make six figures a year because you have a phd is a bit silly to me but that's me i'm trying to figure out how this went about because it seems very shallow thought process on on dealing with the student loan issue. The student loan issue isn't the initial part of it being a student loan. It's it's that it's become so inflated and so ballooned that people are paying $70,000. Right, well, there's a bunch get... of reasons for that. One, tuition shot up because student loans became so right. freely available. The institutions really took advantage of these guaranteed Well, corporations loans. normalized having a degree as part of right. the retirement process as well. You can see the tuition went up 800% in the last mm -hmm. 20 years that's far more than inflation yeah that's insane right and it was strictly because the money was available so they kept jacking up the prices yeah well people unbelievable kept for it. That, i don't know that, if it was available but people these kept institutions had turned into loans. capitalist institute institutions business yeah. 
money-making machines rather than educational institutions. Right. And that's reprehensible. And this is almost encouraging it when you are taking pity on the poor people stuck with it, but they're, they're guaranteed by the U S you know, government. So I'm okay with it when it's, when it's Harvard or some type of like, you know, high class university, because it's a private university, so they can do whatever they want. It's, it's weird well to me respected. when it's, well, and it, not even that I'm saying it's a private owned business, so they can do what they want. It's weird to me when it's a state university doing this, because you're supposed to be under I the state. I don't think any of them, they all get government money, regardless yeah, of what they sure. say in the form That's of true. grants, all, yeah, or, grants. Or, other, or loans or other mm-hmm. endowments, they all get government money. That's true. Yeah. So that so they're all guilty of it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's true too. But I was even going on, it's even more reprehensible to me when you're a state, when you're like, you know, LSU or, you know, Texas University or whatever, you're under the name and under the guise of being a government entity, essentially, you're trying to educate people. And you're essentially still paying, trying to make people pay for private owned business money prices. It It doesn't make any sense. It's reprehensible. But that that all of that has created the current crisis we're in. Mm -hmm. And the campaign President Biden's campaign pledge was to cancel up to $10,000 in student loan debt for Americans. That was, that was the promise. We're going to okay. cancel $10,000. So I'm going to get a 10K loan? Am I good? It's going to be gone if you go back <laughs> to school. And oh, Sure, I'll go back to school. Why not? <laughs> right. Now, his party, which is a Democratic party, has been pushing that they want a $50,000 forgiveness. Yeah. $50,000 way. Pump it up. Like, yeah, and he's repeatedly stated that he's not willing to cancel up to $50,000 in student loan debt. They're going high party. so they can compromise for a low twenty five. dollars And that's, that's pretty they're... typical, and they yeah. might be doing it, but I believe right. that they really want to do that. And the thing is, they act like, again, we are in inflation like we haven't seen in a very long time. We had 8.5% yeah. inflation last month. One month, 8.5%, highest yeah. it's been. And that's stacked on from the seven, seven, that's something stacked on for the 7.8 before that and the 7.1 yeah. before that. And the, yeah, that's, it's cumulative. It's yeah. been crazy. And you can see it in the grocery stores. You can see it everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that means all these people's money will now be available to go into the system after the feds have dumped $2.2 trillion in it. Yeah. And after we have all the other money coming in because of people going back to work and other other money moving through the system so this is undoubtedly going to create more inflationary pressures and mm-hmm. some stagflation type of thing and that's been one of the talking points like hey if all these people who are have a degree and are gainfully employed most of them we're, we're we've already gotten rid of the people who can't pay their loan back we've already talked about them that's right. done. So now we're just talking about people who aren't making upper class money or higher. Right. We're just talking about upper middle class and lower mm-hmm. that they're going to perhaps not have to pay their money back or at least up to $10,000 in a loan. Yeah. I so, think that's, I don't, I, it's just a bad approach all around. I'm really, I, I, I have a hard time thinking about the repercussions of it because I'm just like, why are you doing it this way? <laughs> why are you? I think they're doing it to try it. to minimize the impact of it. I do believe it could be done a different way. I think it should have been tied to like 
those loans it should just be treated as a normal loan if people it, can uh, and they are except they yeah. can't discharge them in bankruptcy they follow that's, you they to the should, grave that's the problem if people, right. people could start claiming bankruptcy on it well they can't stop because the yeah. u.s government backs them up and yeah. they would be on the hook for it yeah. so but the, what you're saying is that'd be one way just let it go through the regular bankruptcy system and then yep. if the u.s government gets stuck with it they're stuck with it now by having to pay through taxpayer money by covering yep. it so this way they'd just be stuck on the back end after a bankruptcy court situation exactly i can't, I can't disagree make it a, like a regular loan right and also let the bank who made the loan suffer for it yeah. exactly and that'll incentivize the tuition to stop staggeringly climb as like it is because they'll be like nobody's getting these loans because nobody's right. getting these loans i can't disagree but also these loans were made at seven eight percent when loans were especially in the last 10 years three four percent yeah they were yeah truly wrong they should yeah, they not are. have they done are. that i agree they should that. have been tied to the prime with a ceiling of seven or eight percent not yeah. with you it has to be at least this much it should have been tied as a variable rate with a ceiling of seven or eight percent if it goes over that that's how it was in the 80s that rate was set of 78 seven or eight percent and that was considered good like oh right. man that's good because at that time you got a usually a 10 percent loan yeah. seven or eight that's a good loan that's that's good now it's exactly the opposite you could have got a loan on anything else for three or four percent but you go get yeah. a student loan and it's double and that that should not have happened they should have they should have moved. They got away with that for a long that. time. Yes. And these banks were making money off of that and they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing I think they could do is make them pay back the principal plus mm -hmm. a small amount of interest and just waive the interest. Mm -hmm. Just totally. Re but they're not doing that. And yeah, they're, they're going to say, well, interest. contract law and they can't get it. But they can they have all sorts of authority to do this. Remember, yeah. Yeah. it's a government backed <laughs> loan. They, right. they have all sorts of things. They can they could pass a law. They could do they could do yeah. executive authority, executive authority to issue something for this. If mm -hmm. it's under his authority to do so, I'm sure they'd have to have some attorneys look it up and see how to do that. But that's not my point. There's a bunch of different ways to do it. This yeah, to way, say, I to, think to approach to say we're hands off. We can't fit into the Yeah. This way I think has the most political impact and seems like you're doing what you promised to do, which politically speaking is a good idea. But I don't know if it's would work. It's well. an easy stroke to yes. appease the people that he promised. That's right. all it is. It's now, not like I said, solution. right. But problem. I do think it will aggravate inflationary measures. Yes. I do think it will make it. I a hundred percent agree with that. And not a little yeah. bit worse. You, you're going to see a difference. And the thing is you're, we're at a tipping point now. It's just mm. that little bit too much. You don't know what the effect's going to be. Hopefully it's just a little bit worse and it goes away, but you don't know for sure right how it's going to affect that when you have all this around it's a lot of money you saw it was many billions that they had forgiven in just the last year and this was a small segment of that these were yep. very specific groups of people with matching criterion that really couldn't pay it back or were defrauded or cheated in some way and that those are small groups and it was still billions yeah billions i can't remember what the i remember knowing a bit now but i can't remember right now what the total student loan debt is but it's extremely high <laughs> it's it yeah i i tried to find that and the numbers were all over the place so yeah. i i just choose not to i don't want to say a number because i'm right. probably wrong right now right but it, it's very high right
But they did say right now the administration has canceled $17 billion in student debt for around 725,000 borrowers. Mm-hmm. And really $17 billion for the U.S. government is not a lot. Sounds like a crazy amount to us, but we're individuals. Right. But to them, it's not a lot. But the thing is, they're going to hey, have to get they that just money already from put somewhere. $40 billion into Ukraine again. So what's $17 yeah, billion? That was a stroke of a pen, executive yeah. order. Yeah, 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 yeah. So again, that's that's not a lot of money. But but here's the thing. These were, again, very niche criterion that received that forgiveness. Yeah. Well, with, I remember reading that it's strange circumstances. Some around like 13% of the people that are getting student loans can't afford to pay them back. So we're really going into this extreme that I think it's like 50, 50 or 65% of Americans don't even go to college still right now so yeah it's dropped in the last years especially among men because they see it not offering anything of value Mm -hmm. to many of them yeah so it's to me it's like we're going on we're going around this the wrong way and we're going around this the wrong way for a very minority amount of people it just doesn't make any sense to me it's not a minority it's it's a lot of people and it's been going it's a minority for 13 percent of the population that can't well yeah who can't pay it back yeah i I don't disagree Uh, but it's 13 percent of a large number Sure. So, but here's the thing that gets me the way this is being reported is interesting. But a poll stated that 32% of respondents favor forgiving some loan forgiveness for Americans. And they issued it as being strongly in support when 32% favor some loan forgiveness. I don't see that as strong support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 32%. That means 68% are Don't not agree. willing right. to give some loan forgiveness. But then they go on. But then again, they they qualify that by saying only low-income borrowers should be should have some income forgiveness. But they they preface it by saying strong support and then say 32%. That means 68% don't believe it. And then even that yeah. 32% don't believe it for everybody, just people who can't because they find themselves in circumstances unable to do it and you don't need to punish people who are already punished. Mm-hmm. I get that. And I agree. I agree. The, way, well. they're, the yeah. way they're framing it is misleading. To mm-hmm. me. And then the next sentence, it says another 32% supported forgiving all student debt with 19% considering that the federal government should cancel the outstanding balance for all Americans. 19% yeah. of people polled should have just forgive all of it for everybody. Again, that's not me, strong support. That means 81% say you shouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. And here's Again. the, and here's the kicker of all respondents, 80% held no student debt. Mm-hmm. But that means 20% did hold student debt and only and 19% want to waive it for everybody that means even one percent of the people who have student debt don't believe it should be wiped away if it was the other 19 that is not strong support that is the opposite of strong support strong support says at least shouldn't be above half (laughs) way above 81 percent i would say at least they shouldn't happen right so yeah that that's it it is misleading the way that's presented is misleading it shows they have an agenda and they're trying to do it so obviously they want to do it, it's going to happen. I believe that they're going to do ten thousand 
uh, dollar student loan forgiveness. I don't have great heartburn for that, to be honest with you. I should, I do think it should be means tested. If you mm. find yourself truly unable to do so, if you're receiving government benefits in some other way, and you've been making, trying to make your payments, and you've been out of school for a few years, and for whatever reason, you just can't do it. Life is just kicking you in the teeth, and you just can't get ahead. And with, and you've already paid back some, but you can't do it anymore, and especially with these percentage tax percentage rates that are punishing yeah. and shouldn't be so. And I don't have a problem with not making these people pay it back. I would, if, if you want to say, well, it's not fair, I had to pay all mine back and I had a hard time. I had to work two jobs. And, and you're right, some people just aren't willing to do that and just say, I can't pay it back when other people bit the bullet and paid it back. And it is unfair. And I see where they're coming from. And again, mm -hmm. 81% of the people agree it's not right. It's not fair. I don't agree with, I don't, I don't have empathy for those type of mindsets because you're just, you're essentially the crab in the bucket trying to keep other people down essentially. Right. And I don't, I don't disagree with that either. Yeah. Don't be the crab in the bucket. If somebody's yeah. really hurting and you know that their life can be made better and it is nothing to you to do so, and they may be more productive. Why don't you help them? Yeah. I don't agree with that concept, but I also don't agree how they're going about it. <laughs> so yes. that's, that's where I'm torn. I, I don't think it should be because we're all whining and complaining. You need to yeah. give us money. That yeah. simply needs to not happen. It needs yeah. to be done in a fair manner. Yeah, I don't agree the approach they're doing about it. I don't agree on the ideology behind it because some people just probably shouldn't have gotten a student loan. I mean, genuinely, there's a lot of people that get stupid degrees and they don't pay anything. That person probably should still have to pay it because, hey, that's what happens. That's a, that's that's a, a life choice. That's accountability. You, yeah. you, yes, you learn from that because now right. you know you can't live in your head and decide to, well, get a PhD in medieval romantic literature yeah. and think that well, there's you're going to be a millionaire someday based off of that. There's also already scholarships for a lot of people that are at disadvantages in life prior to getting an education. You know, there's well, that's a another lot of thing scholarships. They're, doing. they're going <laughs> to add $400 to Pell Grants available mm -hmm. to people. So that's a lot more. Yeah, that's a, that's the largest increase ever Which, i think for pell grants just for being a student if you're one if you're if you're a woman you automatically get a pell grant just because you're a woman yes and then they're going to have means tested of course why it, wouldn't you <laughs> yeah uh and then they're going to have means tested pell grants too but they're adding four hundred dollars to that mm -hmm. so you can and i believe there's no limit to how many pell grants you can qualify for so you may get a giant reduction and the amount you have to pay for tuition already that you don't have to pay back because they're grants. They're not loans. Yeah. I just, it, it, it boggles my mind. People are willing to pay whatever 80 grand, 90 grand upwards of hundreds, hundred something grand for a tuition rate. And these, these methods of, of learning and teaching aren't phenomenally revolutionary by any means. No. These are the same teachings and audiences they've been doing for the past yeah, I mean, hundred years. It's they not. Have, it's the same method. They have different, yeah. more technology and better means to do so, and better environments and things the like portal. that. Portal, and but so it's you the get same to method with all your teachers. Ooh, right. wow! Or your professors. Yeah. But it's essentially Wowee. the same thing, just yeah. a different, different media. That's where they needed to attack it. The tuition balloon, the the them charging for it is the problem. That's where we need. To I don't start have a problem with them this. charging for it. What I have a problem is an almost 
one thousand percent increase. That's the problem. Yeah, the price. Yeah, in just the, a couple yeah. of decades. Um, now, the freeze on student loan payments has been extended six times since March twenty twenty, since the pandemic began officially, mm -hmm. and the moratorium on paying these back has been extended until the thirty first of August twenty twenty two, as of mm. right now. So now it could be extended again. They also but, should, you know, I'm going to throw this out now there. Now, during that time, you're not accumulating interest either. They've been literally frozen, suspended in limbo. Yeah. So your payments been paying hers the even same. though they've been suspended. That's been good. Freezing it the whole time. Right. Hopefully they apply it towards the interest instead of just another payment. But I know how lending institutions are. They're probably right. just paying it, applying it toward the next payment as opposed to the principal. Yeah. And you have to specifically tell them to apply it to the principal, which is mine. It's just another thing. I'm like, I don't understand why they're trying automatic. to be. Any yes. extra money should automatically be applied for the principal. It should be a law. And if yeah. they don't do it, you have to it, answer for it. Yeah, it should be illegal to not. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I, now I, I lost my thought process. Why else but, would you pay extra? Yeah. Um, dang, what was I going to say on it? No, I thought I lost my thought process on right. uh, what else. Well, how long on. has she been out of school? She's been out of school for what is she, 30 now? Six years? Quite a while. And yeah. she makes good money. Oh, she makes really good money. And, and she's still, still making payments. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't why don't she just pay it off? Why don't she just pay the make it call them and say, I want to pay it off, pay the principal off? Um she it's would easier save for her. herself many thousands of dollars yeah well right now she's not saving herself anything because they're they're freezing it so it's she's just doing this normal well, my point plans. is she could call them and arrange it though yeah i would say on her on her end particularly personally she's probably because she's probably putting like a lot of her money into uh retirement investments and such so mm -hmm. she's not trying to pay off that oh, okay. so she yeah. thinks she's going to earn more interest with investments in the long term that's yeah. that's reasonable yeah right now she's been getting killed with investments yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so she she might mean run to go you know hold back toward investing mm -hmm. more until it's stabilized just a thought yeah right <laughs> did you pay back your loans i do believe you told me you did but i was I did. making sure yeah. yeah, but I only so took out 10K. So that's, it wasn't yeah, that's, crazy. In today's world, that's nothing. Yeah, it's literally nothing. Which is it was only for 10K is not insubstantial, though. No, it's not. That's a good motorcycle loan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After a decent down payment for a yeah, yeah. bike. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a hyper beater, you know? Right. Or you know, good used bike, 10 grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It used to be. I don't know about it anymore. The prices on everything has gone up so much. True. Yeah, it's uh, we want to go into bikes, but it's it's about half more now. I what would have been fifty percent higher than it was. Yeah, what would have been eight grand? About ago. twelve grand now. Yeah, pretty crazy. I think so too. Mm -hmm. And again, that's because there's so much money in the system, and this is just going to add more money in the system. Yeah, something's and, gonna something's gonna give. It's gonna be interesting when that happens. Yeah, I they claim a recession's on its way. I I really hope it's a recession because we recover from recessions quicker and better than yeah. if it's stagflation. I remember stagflation in the 70s when I was a kid, and I'm going to tell you it's miserable. Yeah. 
just can't afford anything. That's something you don't know. And there's very little jobs and Mm -hmm. the ones you get don't pay well. They don't pay enough. Interest rates are crazy. Prices are crazy. And you just can't get ahead. And everything's working, but it's just a a drag. It's Mm -hmm. a burden to everything and everybody. And people are miserable. A recession, it's like ripping off the Band-Aid. It hurts. But then yeah. you recover quick. It's better after a little while. And then you can do more. I So I, I personally, I hope it's a recession where things go down, prices decrease, people start losing some jobs, there's some rearranging to do. Mm-hmm. And then people can get back at it and recover and figure out what needs to be done and start making money and prices stabilized and things can go start going back the way it should be. That's that's a quicker answer. If it's stagflation, this could drag on a very long time. Well, the threat of it being stagflation is quite imminent because that's how the government likes to do things is a, a slow death towards an economy. <laughs> they I, like to try no to... political party wants to be in charge of stagflation. I'm telling you oh, right yeah. now. And that's that was true. strictly due to Jimmy Carter's policies. And it looks like another famous democrat and it looks like joe biden is going to do the same thing for the same reasons so i hope that's not the case it's it's that it's that trying to constantly have a you know a crutch on the cripple instead of just kicking it under them and learn making them learn how to walk again that nobody wants to be the person to kick this crutch under them you know I, I think <laughs> I see what you're saying. Right. I think a more apt explanation would be <laughs> you're you're giving the handicapped person a pair of crutches as opposed to making them go to physical therapy. Right. Yeah. And they Make can them get have better, to through and it. they wouldn't need the crutches anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And it's going to suck at first. It's going to suck real bad at first. Yes. But eventually you'll get better. Eventually you will. You'll be stronger and happier. You'll be the evil person. And it won't, that person it won't take nearly <laughs> as long as you think. And you'll be yeah. far better off as mm-hmm. opposed to putting them in a wheelchair and they'll never get better because they'll never get out of that chair and they can't strengthen. And that's basically what Mm -hmm. the stagflation would be like as crazy as it may sound. (laughs) I don't know if our analogy is going to go off very well, but yes, it's stagflation is brutal. I don't wish it on us at all, Mm -hmm. but they need to get something to get in control of this money. And I know the only thing that worked in the past was punishing interest rates and it looks like they're going in that direction so if you haven't bought a house or you're planning on buying a house buy one soon yeah because yeah. it's gonna get it's gonna get brutal. worse and houses the way they were bought can't go down much in price just because materials and labor so high mm-hmm. you can't build a house at a negative so mm-hmm. say, well housing prices will drop then because of interest no they won't because <laughs> things cost a finite amount of money mm-hmm. it's just that the, the loans are going to have to go so high that people can't afford them. They'll be yeah. nobody on a house. So like I said, if you're thinking of buying a house, start looking now and buy one as quick as you can because they're going to start raising it and they're not going to forgive those loans. They're going to take the house from you. Yeah. It's not going to, there's going to be no government program for you. You have yeah. a finite thing. I think that these student loans are just enriching the banking institutions and they shouldn't do that. And that's what I'm having a problem with. There, there needs to be a way that they need to be have their feet held to the fire as well and not the taxpayers suffering for this. Yeah. I know the US government said that they would back them up and pay it, but there needs to be a way to get everybody involved in the risk to make the university decisions. are just as culpable, though. I think I, should... 
I believe so too. Well. Perhaps set up, burner. perhaps set up some sort of financial thing for universities to make mm -hmm. these loans. Yeah. So, like I said, everybody needs because to bear some risk. Giving the money to the to them as well, you know. Yeah. If you have no skin in the game, you become unreasonable. That's been proven over and over and over. If you if right. you're not accountable for your actions, you become unreasonable. It happens yeah. every single time. So yeah. people, not only do the borrowers need to be accountable, the banks, universities, government, mm -hmm. everybody involved. Because right now, the only people who are going to be accountable are taxpayers, and we only yeah. have so much money. Well, you think you that see the birth we rate's going down. <laughs> We're gonna the, the, the tax base is getting smaller, even mm -hmm. though they're letting migrants in from all over to help build that up. People aren't getting married and having kids like they used to. It's it, yeah. it's a it's a fine balancing act. But I am all for forgiving people student loan debt who need the forgiveness. I'm all for it. I, I don't yeah. want to be I don't have that crab in the bucket mentality, although I do say it needs to be means tested. And if you can pay it back. You need to pay it back. The only kind of crabby type of process I have on that thought process I have on that is giving them our tax money to do it. It seems very inefficient way of going about this. Just like, oh yeah, we'll just pay you it off, pay yours off, whatever. Yeah, well, they're mm -hmm. only going to do up to ten thousand, which is That's still clear. nice. But yeah. the, the government actually created that situation, so yeah. the least they can do is help fix it. But yeah. I think there's other ways they can do to fix it. Mm -hmm. is my point you yeah. can make people who are also in the game who got filthy rich off of it like the banking institutions right. also be a little accountable and take it on the chin not just private citizens who have to continually mm -hmm. fork over the money yeah there's a lot of ways we are ourselves just thought about it and i can't believe that more people aren't up in arms about those particular problems with it i don't see too much too many conversations about how they're going about it they're just saying whether or not they should be doing that which doesn't make any sense to me right as if it's an ethical problem there, there's yeah. no ethical problem with it like i said it only seems unfair when all these people had to pay it back and these other people don't and mm -hmm. they're clearly able to do so then then you have that sense of unfairness but i'm i'm talking past that and they're trying yeah. to deal with it like you said in broad strokes to make it seem reasonable yeah so i get that and easy and i again i i have no issue with not making people pay it back who can't pay it back yeah, uh, it, to me, it's, it's a Band-Aid to an, a larger wound is the problem to me, so. Right, and I, I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about next podcast? Uh, is freedom of speech dead? Yeah, that's a good one. Now, you know, the freedom of the First Amendment only applies to the U.S. government. Private mm -hmm. institutions can tell you to shut up or get out. Yeah. But, you know, we'll talk about that and the implications of that all over next week. So I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm Boomer X. I'm Millennial Z. Take care, everybody.